Hey traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you for allowing me to accompany your ears while you're at the gym or perhaps driving in the car or maybe just enjoying some leisure time at home. I really appreciate it. You guys have done an excellent job of supporting the show and I just want to say thank you. Uh, this past week, I was uh, I was scheduling uh, the podcast to come out, and I noticed that Friday's episode gave us a massive spike in uh, download numbers. Uh, so I, I dug in a little deeper. I rarely do this, but I saw that we are close to reaching the one million download mark for this show, and and that is just it's an amazing number. Um, it doesn't really mean much for me other than I can brag about having a million downloads, but for you guys that are maybe building and developing podcasts of your own, right? The more popular your, pa- your podcast becomes, the, the bigger those numbers are, the more ads that you can, uh, really sell your show to, and the more money you can charge. Um, for me, it's just a massive boost to my ego. I already knew that I was awesome and now this just confirms it. But in today's episode, I want to answer another question from a trader. But before I do, I want to shamelessly plug. I don't do any advertisements for uh, others on this podcast, but that will not stop me from plugging my own stuff. If you are interested in trading, guys, if you're new, if you're struggling, there are two things I want you to do. First of all, I want you to head over to www.tier1trading.com. I want you to find the little button that says give me free stuff and I want you to watch two webinars. I want you to watch the Ascension workshop or the Ascension webinar. That's going to give you some direction on what it takes to go from struggling to successful trader. I also want you to watch the trade to measure workshop. Uh, That is a workshop that we recently did where basically you guys built out the workshop, meaning we, we asked questions to hundreds of thousands of traders about what are the big Biggest struggles they are facing and we developed a workshop to answer all those questions and help get traders on the right track so do those two things they are 100 completely free just head over to www.tier1trading.com now today's question is from a, a trader buddy of mine named Justin he says hello Akil I hope you're enjoying your holiday weekend this is from a, a few weeks ago um, but I wanted to thank you for taking the time uh, the time to respond to my message. It really means a lot to me. This was a previous message I responded to. But he says, over the previous week, I thought of some questions that I am currently struggling to answer without some additional input. These are the following questions. One, if you can operate one type of business out of these three, which one would you choose? A, an IA firm. B, a prop trading firm or c educational services and we'll get to this first question next before we get into the other ones and um an ia firm is basically a investment in uh, advising firm uh, a prop firm where, where well i guess we'll start with that one an ia firm is an investment advising firm so you are giving investment advice now i don't know which way specifically the trader meant it um there's your kind of typical investment advisor where you 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 go in and you create a lot uh you know you you create a plan to achieve your your down the road goals as far as like what do you want to have for retirement for your kids college savings for you know pleasure for this for that and they set you up on track to do that you know managing 401ks and you know typically try to sell you life insurance and all that fun stuff um orders more of a just a money management sense where um you're not really looking at longer term investments and bigger balance but you're managing in 
investment account or maybe you're giving advice on how a trader should manage their investment account. Um, that is an IA firm. A prop firm is essentially a firm that is trading the owner's money or the, the prop firm's money. So think about it instead of going out and, and, and snagging individual investors, let's just say Jason Greystone and I started a prop firm or, or tier one trading started a prop firm. What that would mean is that tier one trading would front the money, right? You would be trading the firm's money. That is the money that tier one trading has put in. And then we'd have a handful of traders that are doing the trades of that firm's portfolio. So if Justin were a, a trader on our uh, in our firm, right, we would give him, let's say, $20,000. He'd be trading it. You know, the profits that he makes goes directly to the tier one account. And then we break them off with whatever percentage he gets. Um, and typically, as you get better with prop firms, as you elevate to different levels, not only do you get more money that you are allowed to manage, um, but you can even start to manage some of your own money with the prop firm's money, right? You can, you can kind of grow your money faster by putting it with the bigger pool, which is kind of cool. And I guess eventually you can work your way up and become partner as well. Um, and then educational services are, you know, pretty self-explanatory. It can be anything from, um, well, I guess, you know, I guess signal services, I don't really, I wouldn't count signal services and stuff as educational services, but I guess educational services would be, um, either one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, group coaching, maybe putting together courses, uh, something of that aspect. And if I had to choose one, right, which one do you guess I would choose? Because I have chosen one. <laughs> if I had to choose one, it would be educational services. Now, um, I haven't done all three. I have managed money and I absolutely hated it. Um, so I wouldn't want to go back to that. Now, Keep in mind, when I when I managed money, I was a lot younger. I was actually talking to a guy at the, at the park the other day about this, but I was a lot younger and I was a lot more fearful of losing out on the opportunity, right? Understand that, you know, I, I heard so many no's, so many no's, rejected so many times um, when doing my spiel and my pitch and, and trying to get people to take the chance on me by giving, by allowing me to manage their money. And... It took me a while, but I did hear yes. It happened to be a, a very big, massive yes. I heard a few yeses, a lot of small yeses, and then one big, massive yes, which was really kind of the, the life-changing yes. And I didn't want to screw up that opportunity. So during that time of managing money, I was very highly influenced by um, the main investor, right? If I were to do it again these days, right, I, I would tell them up front, a little, little more ballsy now than I was back then, but I would tell them up front, hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, you stay out of it. You'll get your statement quarterly. Boom. That's it. Here's my contact if you want to take your money out or something, something, something like that. But back then, I, I we had a very, um, very open channel of communication where he would call me and text me and, hey, what do you think about that? I think you should be doing this. And essentially, he was basically doing the investments that he wanted to do instead of doing what I want to do. And I was so scared of disappointing the client and having him pull his money because this, this is my career we're dealing with um, that I would kind of give in. I'd be like, yeah, I don't really like that idea, but I guess if you want to do it, the customer is always right. Um, and it, it just was a negative experience. Uh, one was because of that. It was very, very, very stressful. Um, if, you, if you go back and, 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 and back test when my hair started falling out, it was during that period. Very, 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 very stressful. Um, not only are we dealing with trading, which is very stressful in its own right, but we're dealing with trading someone else's money, which is even harder than 
dealing with your own, right? You blow your own money, it's, you know, it's, it's your money. What's the worst that can happen? You blow someone else's money, it's a big deal. You blow someone else's money when you're in a position where you've quit all your jobs and, and this is your only source of income um, and, and you lose this client and, and you could be essentially broke. Um, that's even more stressful as well. So I uh, wasn't really a big fan of that. Uh, another reason is I didn't really get value out of it. Um, you know, I, I made some good gains for the client, but I didn't really feel like I was making a difference. And I, I know everyone doesn't, you know, everyone's not on the same plane, the, the same mindset, but I am highly driven by making a difference. Uh, the, the biggest goal in my life is to leave some sort of legacy, meaning when I, when I die and I, and I, you know, hopefully, you know, elevate to heaven, I want to look back and, and see a whole line of people that I've influenced. I've helped him, I've helped her, I've helped him, I've helped her, and just know that I, you know, I, I had a positive impact. I, I can rest in peace um, knowing that I had a positive impact in others in my life. And I just didn't really get that sense out of managing money, right? I was I was helping someone who already made a massive amount of money. It didn't feel like I was doing any good. Um, so that kind of that that void was never filled inside of me. Um, so investment advisement uh, wouldn't wouldn't be one for me. I just I just don't have a passion for it. Um, and for me, it was just a, a, a very stressful thing to do. But I, the, the more so is the passion thing. It would be less stressful if I did it now and that I'm in a, a more experienced position. But I just don't see the passion out of it. It's more like work and there's no value coming out of it. Um, a prop firm was a, a close discussion um, because you guys know that if you listen to the last uh, Trading Edge video I did on YouTube, episode 268, I went on a big eight-minute rant on why I teach, and you know I teach because it provides value and it gives value back. It gives me a purpose. I'm helping others change their life, but teaching isn't the full goal, right? It's it's one thing to grab a struggling trader, grab a new trader, um, get them into the courses, help walk them through the courses, and and watch them develop a skill that can go on to um, change their life. It's another thing to say, okay, now that you develop this skill. Here's what you can do to kind of grow your business out of it, change your life out of it. It's one thing to do that. It's a completely other thing to be able to take the top tier of traders, right? We, we have a, a lot of traders we work with at tier one. Um, I'd be lying if I said all were successful. I, I am pretty sure some come in for a month, which is not nearly enough time. We always, we always advise you, you commit for a year. Um, not only does it take about usually nine to 18 months to really find your stride as a trader. But when you commit for a year, you're not worried about rushing through the process, right? There's about seven trading courses right now at the time of me recording this. Um, no way you can get through seven trading courses in a month. If you do, you're not really retaining any of the information. And, and our fear is that when you sign up for a month, you try to rush through everything, you try to rush through all the process, and you leave with just information overload and, and really no better or maybe slightly better than what you came in with. If anything, you're more dangerous to yourself because now you think you know what you should be doing, but you don't really know it, and you go out there and you start blowing some money. When people commit to the year process, it's, uh, it's one of those deals where it's like, okay, I've already committed to a year, so I might as well obviously get the most out of my buck, but I might as well take my time and do things the right way. There's no rush because I've already paid up front for that time and, and that could be massive. But one of the things that I would like to do is, is you know, we have kind of different tiers of traders. Again, we have some that just fall off the, the planet Earth, you know, a month in, we never even see them on the chat. They come in, they think it's gonna be a get rich quick scheme. They find out it's not like that, they leave. 
We have others that are doing okay, but maybe not there yet. And then we have the upper echelon of trader, right? There is a, a handful of traders that are extremely skilled. They are very, 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 very good. And some of these traders are, are from different levels, right? We've had traders that went on to start um, funds, hedge funds, um, or prop firms of their own, right? Obviously, they have a lot of capital to work with, so they can do that. But we also have traders that maybe aren't as well funded, maybe younger traders or people just don't have a enough money to go out and, and make trading their full-time deal. Maybe they don't have the desire to be an educator or start a signal service or, or, or grow it into a business that way. And, and, and that's very important. So I would love to have a place where I can take them right from the school, right? Right from the school of trading and put them into a prop firm. Say, hey, John, I would like to hire you. you you've shown excellence and, and, and blah, 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 blah. Um, how would you like to trade for our firm here at tier one? And that is a, a massive goal of mine and, and I would love to do that. However, the downside with that and, and, and what keeps that from being my number one choice is that it, would, it brings value unlike managing money, but it takes me away from the education. Um, it takes me away from the education. And you can do both. It depends on how big your team is. But what I mean by it takes me away from the education is that when people are trading here, let's put it like this. If you're trading my money, I'm keeping a very close eye on what you're doing with my money. So um, the job of a team leader is essentially to track what everyone in the prop firm is doing, right? I have this master master computer, this master chart, and when Justin places a trade, I know what he's doing. When Tony places a trade, I know what he's doing. When Latch places a trade, I know what he's doing. When George places a trade, I know what he's doing. When Naomi places a trade, I know what she's doing, right? I know what everyone's doing because it's my money. I wanna make sure you're not doing anything dumb. Right, um, a really good, um, a really good series to watch. I hope I don't get the name wrong. I think it was called Billion Dollar Trader. Uh, you can catch it on YouTube. It's, it's with uh, Anton Creel. Um, I think it's called Billion Dollar Traders. Um, you should be able to find it, but it, it gives you a good example of, of kind of what this looks like. Um, you can also look at Wall Street Warriors. Right, we're good friends with uh, Mike Bellafiore. Uh, I think Wall Street Warriors, the second or third might be the, the second or third uh, season of that actually took a look inside S&P Capital and, and, and kind of the, you know, which is one of the most famous prop firms here in the U.S. And, and what they're doing. So I can kind of give you an inside look if you guys aren't familiar with the process. But essentially, right, it takes away time from my education, right? I'm not sitting here doing live rooms and, and, and teaching traders and responding to questions as much because my focus is on hey, we need to maintain a positive P&L. We need to make sure everything is running on all cylinders. I need to go and find Naomi if, and ask her, hey, why is your stop loss there? Why is it not here? I've got to teach the traders that are working on the firm to make sure they're progression, progressing instead of just kind of being stagnant and staying still. Um, another thing, which, you know, again, and I, and I don't mind doing that. I, I'm not going to be teaching forever. Um, and, and, I don't mind doing that. It's taken on, you know, especially as you grow your business out, right? As we as we get more and more traders and, and more and more traders have goals of maybe being an educator, um, what you can do is just continue to grow your business like any good entrepreneur where, hey, instead of doing the day-to-day -day live room and, and teaching stuff, maybe I hand that off to someone else. You know, maybe Chris Mills comes in and starts doing something like that, and then I just handle the Q&A. And maybe one day I don't even handle the Q&A. Someone else is elevated, the next trader that comes in and, do, and does the Q&A. 
Q&A, and now I'm solely working with the prop firm members, and maybe I pop in every once in a while. So that's just the natural progression of, of a business. And I can see that happening one day, not anytime soon, of course, because I just I really love what I'm doing here. Um, but that wouldn't be that much of a stretch. The problem as I see it would be this. I got into trading, right? Who can tell me why I got into trading, right? Say, scream it right now. Scream it at your, your, your radio, whatever you're listening to, right? Your phone, right? I got into trading for freedom of time. That is the, the, the main reason I got into trading. I want to free up my time. Time is the most important thing for me. You can never get him back. I want to maximize my available time on this planet, meaning I want to put myself in a position where I can do what I want when I want. Right. I told you guys this uh, in the trading edge 268. Right. I did that recording really, really late at night. I didn't want to. Um, I usually record those videos on Fridays. But you know what? I said, I want to spend time with my kid. He's been on this kind of Toy Story 4 thing lately. He's never seen a movie. Let's take the afternoon. Right. Let's ditch what I'm supposed to be doing. Let let the wife go out and work. She had to, uh, a lot of errands she had to do. Let's take him to the movies and watch it because I can. Right? I didn't have to do anything. I, you know, um, and that's big for me, right? And, and that's gonna get bigger as my kids grow up when there are piano recitals, when there are, you know, football games or, you know, whatever he's doing, science projects or, you know, uh, you know, day trips at the school, whatever he is doing or they are doing, I want to be able to be there. It's very, very, very important to me, the most important thing to me. The, the problem I see with um, being, running a prop firm, if I'm in that position of leader, right? When the prop firm is open, I need to be there, right? Because I am the safety guard. I, I am the one that is stopping people from doing stupid things. And I know right, you, you trust your traders. You got these high levels of traders, but eventually you get so many of them. People make mistakes. We're, we're all humans. I, I think we'd be lying if anyone said we've We've ever uh, we've ever traded without making a mistake. We're, we're humans. It happens, and and I'm the safety net that needs to catch that because guess what? Again, it's my money. I don't want you messing up with my money. You can mess up all you want for your own money. Don't mess up with my money. So I need to be there. So as long as the prop firm is operating, right, which should be on a you know a, a nine to five basis. You know, forex is a little different. It could be more than nine to five, but basically a five day a week type of deal. Um, I can't necessarily take that time off because I'm actively working the entire time. And, and that's not necessarily a commitment that I want to make. Um, so that, that, would, that would stop prop firm trading from being number one. And the last one standing is educational services. I talked a lot about what I value there. Uh, we're changing traders' lives. We're giving them a chance to develop a skill that they can grow businesses off of. Um, I, I am 100% happy with what I do. I, I wake up every morning. I love it. Um, I just saw a thing on Instagram the other day. It's like, um, it was a, a t I might get the t-shirt since you guys know I love my, I love my t-shirts. It says Mondays don't suck. Your job does, right? Everyone complains about, oh, Monday, I got to go to work. I'm happy about Monday. Um, you should see some of the conversations we have. Like I, I get upset on Sundays. Like <laughs> it's a Sunday right now. And I'm like, man, I want Monday to come so I can get back and, that, and do that Q and A tomorrow. We got three or four uh, subjects to, to attack. Like I'm like that. I, I'm, I'm the type that goes to bed early, not just cause I'm defeated by running around with my two kids every day, but I will go to bed early because I'm excited about waking up and getting to work. Many of you have also seen me in the London live room where I just happen to wake up three o'clock in the morning 
probably because one of my kids is up doing wild stuff. And I'll just stay up. I'll be like, you know what? Ah, I'm not even going to go back to sleep for two more hours. Let's get the day started. Um, I just love what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do. And, and, and um, at this point in time, I, I, have, I have no plans on changing that. So that's the answer to question number one, the long 20-minute answer to question number one. Question number two, if you can go back to the beginning with all the current knowledge uh, that you have, what would you do differently or the same? And my answer to this is always nothing. Um, I know it's not the sexy answer, but I, I don't believe in regrets. Um, I believe that everything happens for a purpose. I, I, I messed up a lot, right? I have a lot of mess ups, a lot of missteps uh, in my trading career in my life as well. But each of those periods in time provided learning experiences. And if I were to, if I didn't have those learning experiences, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I can't just delete them because if they never happen, maybe I'm not the same person I am now. You know, just going back off the previous conversation with educational services, one of the reasons that you guys voted me one of the top trading educators out there, one of the reasons that our, our, our trading company, Tier One Trading, right, has been recognized in Forbes magazine is because Jason Greystone and myself come from the same positions that you do. We didn't go to university and study this stuff. We didn't work on you know, a hedge fund. We weren't on Wall Street or anything like that. We struggled and clawed, clawed our way through the mud into quicksand and eventually created ourselves into good traders, right? And the journey that we took, all of the, the step backs and the dumb decisions and this and that, that happened on the way is what allows us to really guide you so that you don't make the same mistakes. You're going to make some, but maybe you don't make them as much and, and maybe you avoid some and that cuts down on your learning curve. So I have no regrets. Um, I guess if I wanted to just forget all that and answer the question, if I can do one thing differently, I would have got educated faster. Um, I'm a very stubborn person. Typically, I, I get by on hard work, meaning that if I just work harder than everyone else, um, I win. That's that's how it's worked in, in, in sports for me. That's how it's worked in school for me. Um, it's how it's worked in, in jobs. Uh, I, I just work harder than everyone else. I remember when I was little, we used to build houses and whatnot, and I would always get picked. And they're like, why do you always get picked? He's, he's not really the best uh, out there. And, you know, my friend's grandpa was like, well, he just works hard. He just never stops. He has an endless motor. Um, so, um, I tried that in trading and, it, and it, it didn't work. And I'm sure, well, I'm not sure, but I'd like to think it would have worked eventually. Eventually I would have found success. But the question is how long would it have taken? How much money would I have wasted? Would I have still had money to make it work by the time it was all said and done? Um, I saw a massive change in my trajectory uh, when I got educated, when I got on the right track. I still struggled, but I, I was on the right track and I can see the light. Um, so I guess if I would have done that earlier, if I would have done that maybe a year or so earlier and saved some time and saved some money, um, from struggling on my own, then that would be the one thing I would change. However, if we go back to the regret deal that I talked about before, who knows if I would have taken my trading education seriously. I was at the point when, when I first went from the, the stock market to the Forex market, I thought, you know, like many of you guys, I thought Forex was this get rich quick scheme. I thought it was something I can pick up and, and get right away and I make lots of money. And perhaps if I took an educational course right away, maybe I would have still had that mindset. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have focused as much because um, I, I still went straight for how can I make money quick when I, when I got educated. But struggling for a year in Forex, a year, year and a half in Forex prior to that, it, it, it made the, the course important to me. 
the fact that I was I was bleeding money, the fact that I was taking a substantial amount of, of money to get educated, um, the fact that I had tried for a year and a half in Forex and it just wasn't working. I was kind of at the point where I just I, I needed it. I, I was in a way defeated. And I knew that this was kind of the last hurrah, like this had to work or I was going back to, you know, working three jobs and cleaning toilets at night. Um, so I took it. I took my my training very seriously um, because I was at that point where I was kind of on my last straw. I had realized that what I was doing wasn't working and it, and it had to change. Um, but if you're not in that point of desperation, you may not be ready to make that change. But I guess that would be the one thing. Um, the third question, during the initial startup phase of your trading journey, how did you find ways to remain positive during the difficult times? It was tough, um, very tough. There's not a lot of support out there for traders. Um, fortunately, my girlfriend at the time, wife now, was very supportive. She had no idea what I was doing, um, but she's like, a, you know, she was actually a former cheerleader. Yeah, I'm the jock that married a cheerleader. <laughs> um, goals. Uh, but she was the type that was always just rah, rah, you got this, babe, you can do it. You're going to, you know, that overly positive type of person. You guys seen her at the, the, the Traders Ball last year, right? She's just like a, a big smile and glowing type of girl, um, woman. And, you know, she was always there being supportive. So, so that helped because um, no one else, I mean, my, my dad even didn't even believe in what I was doing. My friends didn't know what I was doing. She was the only one. I didn't have a really big support group in trading either because my, my only network at the time there was no tier one trading back then my only network at the time was a trading for, uh, form on the internet and most of them just made fun of me whenever i would ask a question um so she helped me get through the dark times it was just a determination thing as well though like i'm not a loser let's 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 just get that straight right first and foremost i'm not a loser i don't lose you know i'm, I'm the most competitive person you will ever meet um i don't lose at anything so I don't care what it is. We can arm wrestle. We can shoot basketballs. We can we can kick PKs. Uh, we, we can fight in the street. I'm not going to lose. I am not built to lose, right? Now, I may get knocked down and, and, and punched, and I, I may take small little setbacks millions and millions of times, but I'm not going to give up. I'm just not built. I'm not wired to lose. I am a winner. And as my mentor and good friend Jason uh, Stapleton always used to say, winners win. So I'm always going to win. It, again, it, it may take a while. It may not be the most glorious way in the world, but I'm always going to win. And, you know, I don't know if that's a mindset that was molded uh, through years and years and years of, of, of playing sports at a high level. Um, or if that's something that I was just, you know, born with. Again, I told you I, I have a, I had a, a motor. I was always a hard worker. Um, but I just don't lose. So the fear of losing was the most scariest thing for me. The fear of losing, the fear of going back to working three jobs for $30,000 and then eventually, you know, not being able to marry my girlfriend because I can't afford a ring or I don't feel comfortable supporting a family because, you know, $30,000 in the U.S. isn't going to get you much <laughs> as far as a family goes. Um, I just didn't want to spend my future working for someone else and just dreading what I do every day. I didn't want to spend my future waking up and being like, oh, I got to go to work. Um, that fear was so big that I knew I had to win. It was just a matter of finding out ways to win. Um, last question, number four. What are the top three things you would suggest to do before opening a firm? One, you got to get good at trading. We're, we're going to stay away from the technical things like getting a license and all that stuff. That's going to be kind of a, a, a given. But one, you have to become an expert trader. Two, you have to have or raise enough capital 
um, that the firm can actually manage and run. And three, you need to find a way to either teach, poach, and evaluate traders so that you can build a strong team. And what I mean by that is, is you, you, you can either do it in-house, right? Uh, SMB and Mike Bellafiore do this as a very high turnover rate because, you know, well, there's, in general, there's a very high turnover rate in trading. But you, you bring people in, kind of like we talked about at Tier 1. You bring people in, you teach them, and then the ones that stand above all, right, the cream of the crop, go on to be hired to your firm. Um, you can poach other traders, meaning you can put ads out there and, and look for traders, uh, you know, look for traders that are already successful um, and then bring them in, evaluate them. You still want to teach them your firm's uh, philosophy on trading. I think that's very important that the firm has a, a steady philosophy on trading. Um, not and that doesn't mean the same strategy, but a steady philosophy on, on goods and bad and, and stuff like that. Um, but you can do that. You can, you can hire them just like any other business, bring them in, uh, read the resume, and then put them through an evaluation, uh, period. Uh, and, and those would be the, the three things. The other thing was kind of evaluate, but that's, that's kind, of, kind of bunched that into the same thing. Um, but you got to be a good, a good talent evaluator, just like any boss, right? Any boss, when we're, talk, we're talking coaches and professional athletes, got to be a good talent uh, evaluator. Is this talent going to work with what I want to achieve? Is it going to work with the rest of the locker room as well? Same thing with, with trading. Very, 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 very important because your firm is only going to be as strong as your team. It's not going to be as strong as you because, again, you're not doing the active trading. It's your team. You are the captain. You will teach. You will preach. You will, you will help um, those traders become, getter, uh, become better and progress. But at the end of the day, you need the, the, the more skilled individuals that you have the more money your firm will make. The more money your firm will, wait, will make, the more you can reward your traders, the more you can attract more um, or other great traders as well to join your team because everybody wants to be with a winning team, especially when winning goes hand in hand with kind of more money and you're going about creating a culture. Um, culture is everything. That's a topic for an entirely other podcast, um, but that's what I would say. So I hope that helps. Um, this was a question that I got through Twitter, guys. So for you guys that are shy, right, um, feel free to ask me questions. I respond on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, I read each and every comment that everyone puts through. So if you ever have a question um, that maybe you're not getting answered out there, you're, you're not getting it answered on a trading for, uh, form, shoot it my way. Now, I can't promise that each and every one will be a, a podcast. There are some you know, very quick answers that I will respond to you. And I'm like, well, this would be a, a one-minute podcast, easy answer. Um, but either way, you're getting a positive. Either you are, A, getting your answer by me directly responding to you, or I'll fire back and say, hey, I'll put on a list for a potential podcast episode. And if it becomes a, a Trading Coach podcast, now it affects hundreds of thousands of other listeners um, that typically have the same concer uh, concerns as you. So I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, plan your trade, trade your plan. Please continue to like the show. If you're on iTunes, uh, give it a rating and a review. That is a massive help. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that share button, spread the word about what we're doing. Very, very, very close to 1 million views. And I would love to get there sooner than later. All right, traders, take care.